welcome to We Are These Guys Now, everybody. My name is Kenneth. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore Mr. Clark. And my name is Ben. You can follow me on all the socials at Ben Mueller 915. That was beautiful. Thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at We Are These Guys Now. Check out our website, wearetheseguysnow.com, for any of our merch, you know, kind of our origin stories, how we came the bad guys that we are today. I mean, at the end of the day, are bad guys really bad guys? They just have different outlooks on the world, moral philosophies. That's a good point. Um, I would say wrong morals and outlooks on society. Um, but yeah, check out our stuff. Or don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> or don't. Other people bought it, you loser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Ben, what's the topic on today? What are we starting with? Mm, today, we are starting with, um, over the weekend, President, uh, former President Donald J. Trump was acquitted again by uh, the Senate on um, his impeachment charges. Two uh, times. <laughs> and in this corner. <laughs> and in this corner, weighing in at 285 pounds, standing six foot one, oranger than an Opa and the two-time impeachment trial <laughs> champion, Donald J. Trump. Yeah! Jeez. <laughs> Which... So I saw something um, a few days ago, which kind of prompted this idea. And Ken and I, we, we've mentioned doing this topic uh, prior, but um, decided not to. But I saw something over the weekend that kind of um, reignited my interest in it. And it was a tweet from GoFundMe, their official Twitter account. And mm-hmm. they tweeted out, they said that they've seen an unbelievable number of um, increases in GoFundMes for rent, basic bills, food medical bills, things that um, they said, we did not create GoFundMe for this. This is not what this website is, was set up for, never has, never will be. Um, And the fact that there hasn't been any real form of, of massive federal relief um, while at the same time shutting down a lot of parts of our economy um, isn't right. So while people can't afford rent, or simply aren't paying it, getting kicked out of their house, losing their businesses, um, their entire life's work. Congress is trying to impeach a man who's, one, already out of office, two, isn't going to get impeached. It, isn't going, it, it wasn't going to happen. It, they weren't going to get the votes no matter what. It, it's, it, what it, was, it was a fruitless endeavor. And I understand the reasoning behind it. I understand why you want to impeach him after what happened at the Capitol because then he can't run for office again. He doesn't get Secret Service for the rest of his life and all these other benefits that former presidents do get. Um, and I understand that. But these are not normal times. These are, uh, as people like to say, unprecedented times. But it's the craziest time that we've ever experienced, Kenny and I, in our 24 years of, of being um, on Earth. And why? You know the massive amount of destruction and and sadness and and um, terrible things happening in the country uh, because of uh, COVID. We're trying to impeach a guy who's already out of office and is not going to get impeached um, because we don't we don't like him. 
I feel like it's also fair to address the fact that this process started before he was actually out of office. I get was he yeah. elected out was he elected out of office? Yes. The votes had come in and we were already set to have a new president. But this process started in the last like waning weeks of his term when in all fairness, what else were they really gonna do? Yes, it might have been a fruitless endeavor. Yes, it might have been something that you know, wasn't going to bear like any sort of results. But when you think about the time frame that they had to work with, was there anything else that they were really going to be able to do? Like initiate, get past, and sent out as far as ad- addressing anything going on in this world with a brand new president on their way. Was, there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing else that they could have done. It was just, hey... We've got the time before a new president. You know, it might not stick, but we should, you know, those who those of us who believe in this should just start it anyway. We should do this in the last remaining months to send home the idea that we don't believe that this man was fit to do the job, that he handled this poorly, and that we should, you know, at least send the message that we do not support those who, you know, those who began the process, those who voted um, to impeach him, I believe that was more of the effect. I I agree with you that like there he probably wasn't going to get impeached. They didn't have necessary votes to do it. But I also don't see this as like oh you wasted so much time because you could have been helping people. They couldn't have helped anybody. They they couldn't they could not have been helping anyone until the new president was sworn in and started that whole process. But they could have started the process of, of, of getting these uh, some sort of COVID, another COVID relief fund, some sort of some sort of help. They could have started that process. I guess I'm going to take back what I said previously is that, the, that they, just because they didn't like him, that's not why. Well, I mean, some people, yes, but, but that wasn't the main reason for trying to impeach him. I get it. They're setting a precedent that you can't do this. You, you know, they felt that he incited these, these um, riots and, and the people that stormed the Capitol and they want to set a precedent that that's not okay. And I totally mm-hmm. get that. I totally, totally understand that. Um, and my thing is, is that if it wasn't any other time besides right now, um, I'd be all for it. I mean, again, even if, even if it was a fruitless endeavor where, where, um, where we weren't going through what we're going through as a country right mm-hmm. now, um, then then it's a different story. So uh, another thing is, again, this is perfect, perfect world. Um, if they were to say that, hey, we're actually not going to impeach and we're going to try to – Kenny, even if they weren't going to get anything done, but they just they just said they were going to start the process of it because they probably weren't going to get it done regardless and just said that and said, hey, we're, be, we're, we're past this now. We're, we're, we're behind um, – we're in front of what you know these last four years. We're looking towards the future. What's happened is in the past. He's out of office. Let's move forward. But they can't do that. They the Democrats have not learned the last four years. They haven't. They have not learned. And we've we've talked about this before. That a part of me, I think, some of them want Trump to maybe come back and 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 stir things up again because they haven't they haven't learned over the last four years that if they were to have just ignored him. In the primaries, and uh, especially once he got through the primaries and was going up against uh, Clinton, and just and just stuck to stuck to Clinton, and then and then, you know, because the whole story was that 
was just shitting on him constantly. And what that did was give him unlimited free press. And then for the next four years, they continued to do that and talk about how shitty he was to then give him free press, which we mentioned before, that's, that's their duty. But, but in my opinion, if they were to say, even if they weren't going to get anything done in that time frame, and they were to come out and say, hey, we could start another impeachment trial, but we know it's not going to get done. And we know that this is not okay what happened at the Capitol. And we would try to set a precedent, but we are going to put him in the rear view mirror and we are going to move forward as a country and try to give help to the people that are in need and move forward. This, this is our vision, but they couldn't do that. They couldn't do that. They had to go back again and, and, and try to get him impeached. And that was never going to happen. Yeah. I don't know that, that it was, it was frustrating for me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super fired up about it. Cause again, I see the reason why it doesn't, it's not like it doesn't make any sense at all. It makes mm-hmm. sense on why they did it. Just me personally, utopian mindset to try to hear some of this divisiveness. If they were to do that, man, in my opinion, they come forward and the leaders of the Democratic Party say, hey, this is what we're doing. I think the world would explode and you would see trust in Congress actually go up for once. Trust in the system, some sort of some sort of uh, uh, light at the end of the tunnel that, hey, we're going to get through this. These last four years are behind us. We're going to get through this COVID thing. They're, you know, they're working for us, but they couldn't do it. They couldn't pass up the chance, man. I don't know, man. I see that as I see that in the exact opposite light, where if someone had just came up and said, "Hey, you know, this was terrible. What happened on January was it like sixth mm-hmm. was awful, and you know that's not something that we condone any way, shape, or form. But we are actively working to get past this, and you know, so that so that we can focus on the American people. That that really would have felt like a slap in the face in my opinion because i would i would personally rather have somebody push towards the highest level of punishment for someone who incited a coup against like against the cat this it's it can't be understated that what he did just in though just in that amount of time forget the whole four years if any regular civilian were to be pinned with creating such an uproar and putting so many people in danger, so many lives in danger, they would be pushing for the highest form of punishment regardless of the situation. I, like He's the president, yes, and so the highest form of punishment in that case would be, we need to impeach you. We need to make sure that for the rest of your life, you are not given the benefits that are given to all of the phenomenal like you know not all perfect leaders but i'm pretty sure we can all agree that this may be one person that a lot of people can agree on that i i don't i don't want him to receive the necessary benefits i most importantly don't want him to have the opportunity at like come the next election time to stir all this anger up again and use it as fuel to get back into the white house that's it, it is just one person but if any other person were to have incited such an insane actually just just based off just based off of what we saw last summer with black lives matter cops were breaking into people's homes who they had identified as the leaders and uh the people who were gathering everyone to do the marches to have the peaceful protests they were breaking into their houses and putting them in jail so that it took them time to then get out of jail. 
they weren't actually, you know, keeping them there for any amounts of time because you, you can only hold someone for like a day. But they were there for like overnight. And then they weren't able to attend their rallies. They weren't able to speak to anybody like in order to, you know, keep that momentum going. Nobody, no, he never experienced that. We literally had all of our representatives in one place, <laughs> counting votes, doing all the things they had to do to go through our democratic system. I Was it something that was going to definitely impeach him? Probably not. The odds were definitely against them. Does it show me personally more strength in them attempting to use the law in the way that it's supposed to work? Yes. Because that, that's what the law is there for. It's not there for us to say, ah, oh, it's probably not going to work, so we might as well not try. They, we, they do that constantly. They the, do. With, 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 they, with juries and other things. They do it constantly. I don't know what's any, any different about this. No, but just so because they, they do they doesn't make it a right thing. They try to stack. No, it's not, but it's just the way that it's set up. And I think if, we, if they were to then, here's my thing. If they were to then come out and say that, hey, we're not going to do this because we know it's not going to go through because of X, then people are going to get fired up and try to change our current system. Because in my opinion, it's a slap in the face to try to go go ahead and do this, even though you know there's a zero percent chance of it happening. This is not something that like was on the line. Maybe this is going to get done. This had a zero percent chance of happening at the beginning. Not a single chance in hell of it happening. And they still went through, which in my opinion is a slap in the face to the American people that are going through unbelievable hardship right now. Because they're like, uh, instead of instead of trying to come together for some sort of relief. They're like, no, we're going to, again, I get it why they try to do it, try to get him out. But th- but then if they were to then say we're not going to because we know there's a 0% chance of it happening and then explain why there's a 0% chance of it happening, then people, then we can have a discussion on why there's a 0% chance of it happening instead of going through the process, it not happening, and then still not passing any sort of relief. So the fact that it failed doesn't, isn't enough to warrant the conversation as to why it failed. I feel like those two have the same, they, they have the same... They have the same weight to it. So going into a situation not. and saying that, oh, it's definitely not going to work. So we're not going to do it. We're going to focus on something else. And or going through the entire process, allowing the laws that be work the way that they that they are currently set up to work and then having it not work will bring just as much attention. Because to me, that at least that's what it does for me. When I see something, you know, the way that it's supposed to work, and I see all the evidence built the way that it's built, I feel, and again, this is like feeling over, you know, any, anything else that was addressed, but I feel like this person does not deserve the benefits of post-presidency. Now, the law in the way that it's, that it's built has a voting system. And so it's not just my feelings. It's not just certain people's feelings. It is the feelings of the elected officials who all looked at the information and decided, eh, nope, we don't have enough votes to go through this process. I would rather, in any situation that somebody commits a crime, that they have to go and stand trial, however many votes of their peers, votes of the cabinet member, I don't care who votes. I don't care who's there. I don't care who you have to convince. I would rather have them go through that process and fail so that we can fix it and see why they failed then have somebody tell me that this is a fruitless endeavor we're going to be wasting our time that that's literally like somebody comes in shoots somebody in your house cleans it up perfectly 
but like you saw them shoot them and they, then the cops just like hey there's not enough evidence there's no point in you even pressing charges that's a slap in the face like that's an actual slap in the face in my opinion i don't know if that's a fair comparison to what trump a fair comparison to leading a terrorist attack against our own country yeah i i we might have found something we don't agree on no we definitely yeah (laughs) let's go i mean again 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 i understand like why they press the charges and i understand like why it happened but here's my thing they already Mm -hmm. tried to impeach him and it didn't happen and it didn't warrant a discussion on why it didn't happen and so that let's do it again definitely pre-insurgents pre-insurgents but again they tried to do it and it didn't happen and then they mm-hmm. tried to do it again even though again the votes i i don't know if it, i don't think it's a fair comparison because the judicial judicial system for somebody coming in and shooting your you in your house compared to a president standing trial for impeachment is not the same no it's because it's, it, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a group of random peers doing it it's not a group of you know the jury itself would not be random it's the senate mm. who are deeply ingrained in that world. So it, you know what it would be like? It, 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 it's kind of like someone comes in and shoots you in, again, because I'm not, I'm not saying that Trump didn't incite the riots. I want to be very clear on that. Mm-hmm. That is not what we're disagreeing on here. Oh, no. Um, what I'm, I don't think it's a fair comparison because the juries would not be the same. It'd be like, it'd be like so you need 100, the way our judicial systems, you need 100% certainty that this person's found guilty. It would be like somebody coming in shooting Nick and then me seeing them do that, and then the jury is that dude's family, the guy who shot Nick. Yeah. That, you know, and then I'd be like, fuck, that's shitty. Let's talk about why this isn't going to work and try to, try, to, try to fix this. Because I know, again, technically fruitless endeavor, um, also, why, why is it set up this way? Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Me with personally, you on I'd that be like, I, I don't really care if it goes to trial because I know what's going to happen. So let's talk about this. So my, my, my opinion is, is that if they were to come out and, and do what I just described and come out and say, we're not going to do this because of this, it warrants a conversation instead of me just going through the process of somebody coming in shooting Nick and then me going through the process of, oh, the jury's this dude's fucking family and then just letting it go. If I then try to warrant a discussion. I, I don't know if, I don't know how I would be able to prompt the discussion as well as Congress could. It's not a perfect comparison, but if Congress were to come out and say, Hey, we're not going to do this because of the way this is set up, people would go nuts, Kenny. And that is what would stride the conversation instead of doing it. And then being like, ah, you know, it didn't happen. Uh, here we go. Okay. We're now we're, now we're going to, now we're going to focus on COVID. If they were to come out and say this again, it'd be, it could be bullshit that they're not actually going to work on COVID, but people would go fucking bananas and it would, it would, it, you know, it would actually create change is what I'm saying. Instead of going through this process and then for, for the virtue of it and then just letting it go, which is exactly what happened. I think we're seeing the same, we're, we're wanting the same narrative, but we're just seeing two different ways of triggering it. Because I get what you're saying. Like the idea that somebody would not do anything because they're assuming the outcome. And they're saying, like, there's just no way it's going to happen. Then a whole bunch of people are like, well, why, why aren't they doing it? What, why do they think that it's not going to happen? And they'd want to look into it. I understand that. But I see it. I just, I guess, yeah, I just see it different. I don't know. Because if someone 
came up on stage and said, we're not going to do this because it's not going to work. It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like the Browns walking on in the field and saying, we're not playing the Chiefs today. We're going to lose. And then like, well, why did they think they were going to lose? They, they look like a perfect matchup on paper, but like, I think it'd be more like the Browns saying we have seven guys and they have 11. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Instead of going out and be like, Oh, they got, they they got seven guys. They got beat. They'd be like, Hey, let's talk about why we have seven guys. Okay. Now that's different. If they, if the, if somebody came up and said, Hey, we do not believe that the vote, like the votes are not currently available for us to create, like to finish this process. They are not, they are, they are not currently in a situation where we would be able to objectively address impeachment of our current president. That's a, that's a completely different statement than, Hey, this isn't going to work out. We're going to instead focus on COVID relief, which we actually can't do anything until the new guy gets in. So, uh, they, we're going to not be doing anything for they the could next have the bill like, on his three desk weeks. Right after inauguration. But to but the idea that they didn't already have bills. Are now you, we're, like, we're weeks after his inauguration and we haven't gotten anything. But but that's that's also on the idea that they didn't already have drafts ready to submit to him on day one, which I think is kind of presumptuous. Like the idea that we've been going through this for over a year, and nobody had anything possible for him to review and read on day one, and it's just taking time to get through that process. It would not shock me, man. I have very little faith in Congress. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's <laughs> perfectly fair and reasonable. I'm just saying it's it's still kind of presumptuous to say that they still didn't have drafts and things ready on that day because they were spending all their time trying to impeach somebody. I think that's, I don't know. I think it's a bit of a reach. They were spending a lot though. of time. I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't, I don't see any, any change coming from what happened if that makes sense like they do oh, yeah. i understand the reasoning but i'm a drastic guy and i want and if we're gonna see drastic change and have to do some things that make people uncomfortable like that would piss people off and make people uncomfortable and then we can actually have a discussion instead of broadcasting this i'm not i don't want to say fake but you know didn't matter trial and take up all these time and resources which it did which in my opinion is a waste of time than to actually come out and either spark the, because, because in my opinion, the conversation that would come after them saying, we're not going to go through this process again, because we know it's not going to get done. And then them having to sit down and explain why, and then maybe come try to come up with a solution on why that is, is way more productive than going through an impeachment trial. That isn't going to happen. And have all these and witness testimonies and all these other things and people getting on the stand and testifying and when it really doesn't matter. And it's sad that it doesn't matter, but it didn't. And so now why didn't? And then we go from there. Because when you go through this process, it gets drawn out. People get tired. No one really gave it. Did, I mean, did anyone really follow this impeachment trial that closely? No. Uh, yeah. Then It's because we're not a part of the process. It's... It, there, there's a lot of questions to be answered. I completely agree with you. And I, I don't know. But I feel like if, if we thought there was a chance he could get the boot, like I would have paid more attention to it. But everyone knew. That's so sad. That's so sad that everyone knew and they still went through this process. 
and just again, not not again. I'm gonna keep repeating myself. Not that they, I can understand why they did. I'm not saying that it was like you know asinine mm-hmm. and crazy that they did. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that it's sad that everyone knew I was gonna end and knew it was gonna be a waste of time. And it was basically just for principle, like you said, going through the laws that are currently in place. And that was, the fact that that was the only reason to do it, in my opinion, is really sad. And so how do you fix that? Well, the discussion really hasn't happened after – because he, he got acquitted yesterday. Mm. It hasn't really I – haven't, I haven't seen a national discussion of why this is it, why this happened. And, and it, they just it just happened, and then they let it go. Because deep down, my opinion, Congress doesn't want any real change. They want to keep everything the way it is. Because then they, because let, let's be honest, man, if they keep it this way and now the Dems control the Senate, let's say Joe Biden does something crazy. They can do the same thing. You reverse it. Let's say Joe Biden goes off the rails, man, and fucking, like, I don't know, does something crazy illegal or, uh, you know, has a full-blown meltdown in the Oval Office and they try to impeach him. They couldn't do it right now. Nope. And then, and then, why is that? And then, you know, because deep down, I think Congress wants because right now Dems like, hey, we got control now. Let's go, let's 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 rock and roll here. Like this COVID bill that's about to come through is about to go through with zero Republican rep- like support. Both the Congress and the Senate are now Democratic controlled, which mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, a little scary. We got one team controlling it, which is what they wanted. Now they got it. Now what's going to happen? I. I, again, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm, I, I definitely lean more left on my on my political tendencies, but still, deep, there's a part of me that's like, ah, that's a little scary. We got one team in the driver's seat right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't like any one set of viewpoints running the whole show. That's what we I got think, right now. Oh yeah, no, I completely agree. It's frustrating. It's in, and just like you said, that's exactly what you know. Some group like. That's that's exactly what they want. They want the opportunity to just be like, yes, we run everything, and just like, and if if Joe just goes off the rails and, and does something nuts, incites a riot, maybe. Then they have the same they have the same rules to protect them. That's just, that's how the game is played. Oh, that's it's why so gross. I, that's why I was saying, I don't I I don't care if you th- like, if you think that it's not gonna work, you use every tool until it breaks until because the the thing is if they keep doing stuff like this if they keep using their tools and then breaking like this and the american people keep seeing it as this that that raises so many more flags and questions than someone saying we're not going to do this because it's not going to work that just sounds weak to me but i think the tools aren't even real that's the thing you saying tools until they break they're fictional tools they're drawn on a piece of paper. Not- oh no, it's a real tool because people have been impeached before. Because uh, but, 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 because but, people have yeah. been impeached. I think I think where this is leading to is a discussion more on like are the current political climate and why it is the way that it is. Like what happened? Yeah, with like whatever Richard Nixon, and then they tried, and then uh, mm-hmm. you know they tried with Clinton. Um, that was a that was a different political climate, man. We 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 got two fucking ride or die teams baby oh yeah and it is so sad and and so i think again so they were real tools but the minute you throw it in this unbelievable current political climate that we're in right now they become fake tools because the tools were not set up to so it, we're, we're 
the tools were set up as a drill to then like screw in a nail originally. Mm -hmm. Now we're using a drill to um, tie something together. It's a completely yeah. different. It's a completely different tool. There's no and, and and there's nothing and it's two things that couldn't be tied together. I'm I'm struggling to come up with an analogy here, but the, what you're saying is the, the current political climate is rendering has the too tools many. rendering the tools useless because of, because of the heavy bias because of the heavy bias yeah, and the team. diehard commitment team mentality. It doesn't matter what tools are available. Nobody can look at this objectively. No. It's always going to be no. You're not going to ruin the reputation of my team. Yeah. Fair Which, enough. let's be honest, the Republican Party has taken a beating the last four years. <laughs> oh, Just the last couple months, bro. Brutal. Pretty rough. Ru yeah, base. Yeah, post post election has been rough. Is the Democratic Party in great shape? No, but. No. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. You're root. Both of them are rooting for a team that isn't doing really well. We got like the I can't say the Browns anymore. We got like the Jaguars and the Jets, and the and they are diehard. And the Jets, it's like the Jets and the Jaguars are trying to get progressively worse, and you're still rooting for them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. It it's so aggravating, man. I mean, just looking at the it, just. Like looking at it, trying to talk to people about it, and anyone who is—it's hard. Why is it's it, why so. Is it hard? It's so. Like why? Why can't we just have an open and honest conversation about the things that we believe would be better for society without it turning into this aggressive? Are you serious? That's not very. Or, or all the insults, bro. The amount of insults connected to political views, which should be founded in the idea of. This would make our society better. This is what I believe would make living here better for right. everybody. That's that's what pol politics is about. It's about what would be the best thing for everyone living in this society. Yeah. But it somehow turned into, well, if you're not in the red team, then you're obviously just trying to do this, that, and the other. Well, if you're not blue, if you're not blue team, then you're just not doing this, man. And it's like. Why? Like, why? We, 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 we started this conversation and like we still don't really see 100% eye to eye on this issue. No. That's okay. Yeah. It's fine. And like there's things that I have said in this episode that a lot like people like could get upset at. And there's things that you have said that people like that would, would blow some people up. Definitely. And the fact that that is the case is sad because we really haven't said anything too outrageous. And no, two, we just have two. We just have two different viewpoints of a current issue that's going on, and yeah. and what this discussion has led to, really has led to the divisiveness because that, that at the root of it, that's what that's what caused this entire problem to begin with. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the fact that you know, you know, we're best friends, so we can we can talk about these things, and I'm really grateful for that. But you can't do this with a lot of people, and I, that's sad. That's really disheartening for me being. 24 like where do we go from here it's okay man gen x is coming i'm mean, sorry gen z is coming oh then they're gonna elect a pre hey, 80 80 percent it's going to one president be... it's it's happening kenny called it here first jet and like gen z in like thinks 15 so 20 alike. years we're gonna have a it's... president they could be a new party too and they're gonna come it... in and just mop the fucking floor
Yo, it's blinding, bro. I've never seen a group of people accomplish so much so quickly and for how young their overall generation is. It's it's terrifying. The funny thing is, like, I'm saying they as if, like, we're not considered Gen Z. But really like, not. Yeah, we are. Oh, Wait, were you born? You were born 96? Yeah. Well, I'm 97, and 97 is on the cusp of Gen Z. But the, I feel like there's such a drastic difference between, like, our age compared to, like, my brother Josh and Zach's age. That That's the thing, though. The like, generational... It's, the it's, generational... Not that, it's not that big in year, but, like, the way that so much happened in those seven, eight years mm-hmm. that has caused, like, a drastic shift. So, like... Yeah, it's like the pre-9-11 Gen Z and then the post-9-11 yeah. Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I can see that. It's it's just... I've, I've, I've just never seen anything... I've never seen any group work so cohesively without having a unified cause. They just find things I to gather around, and then they just build it. I think it's TikTok. That's the sole responsibility for the group thing. <laughs> well... TikTok and it was all of social media. The, the fact, the fact that when we were young, the world was a lot bigger. It it was huge. The world was huge, bro. Like outside of my neighborhood, I had a, like we I had a cell phone. I could like call yeah. people, but like outside of my phone. neighborhood, that was the great unknown. I could move to any city right now and find everything I need to because I have Google Maps. Dude, like, could you imagine being in middle school and having TikTok? It's, it's I would insane. never I would have never done any homework assignment ever. You're just learning dances and learning how to cook and learning about taxes and stocks and you have all this information before you get to high school. And an unbelievable amount of content and it's unlimited and it's awesome. Yeah, there's no dude, I would I would have struggled. It but that but it's it's I not even struggled. it's it's like a it's like a different kind of struggle though. It's an educated struggle. Because this is also like this is also the same group of people who is who are questioning a lot of the things that have just been set in stone for so long that nobody ever said anything about, nobody ever talked about. Like, why are we gathering? Like, like, and then they and they do dumb stuff like the freaking Ratatouille musical. Did you see that? No, you've mentioned it before. That. <laughs> That alone is what like triggered me, and I was like, "All right, these these kids are onto something." Like they built <laughs> a musical from the ground up. Like they wrote the music, they wrote the lines, they cast like who would be in it, and they even got like a big time producer to put it all together. <laughs> like, That's that, incredible. That pissed me off, bro. <laughs> like, if enough people can get together and put momentum behind stuff like that. It starts out with, you know, Ratatouille the musical, and then you've got freaking Wall Street bets, and eventually they're gonna start getting into Congress. And I, I wholeheartedly hope and believe that these next couple generations, as we start to gain the political presence and power that we haven't had, I think, I think we're gonna be the ones to finally break through this archaic way of thought we're not going to be depending on a letter that we wrote to the people that we ran away from the declaration of independence 
you know, to form our laws around. We're going to evolve into what America should be today, not basing it off of just this old beaten to death rhetoric that we've been fed for our entire lives. Times have changed. It's time to grow with it. I hope so, man. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, will, 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 will it happen? I, I, dude, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, that's where I think this, I get really discouraged because that's how I, I hope it's going to happen. But like, there's the unbelievable amount of like divisiveness that mm-hmm. exists in our country that you don't really, you don't really realize is happening, especially when, you know, all you consume is stuff that's on your team. But, you know, I, I, I talk to people on, on both sides and it's, it's, it's incredible, man. Like, mm-hmm. they have, they're living really not in the same place because America is so huge, but like you would think they live in entirely different countries with entirely different uh, news media, entirely different information being presented to them, but they it's under the same country. Yeah. It's really scary. Oh yeah. It's too big. That it is. It's way too big. Oh God. I'm actually excited we found something that we didn't 100% agree on, man. Yeah, I mean... That was, that was a request from a listener. Yeah, I mean, we knew coming into the episode, because we, we had this conversation just a little bit yeah. uh, beforehand, and it was just like, it was very light, and we both kind of looked at each other like, hmm. And then, I, don't think, I don't think we... Uh, this yeah. time, we really dove into it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, and just, but that's the best part. We can have different perspectives and opinions, oh, and and what you said, like what you said, opened my eyes. I was like, I guess I like I can definitely see how somebody with that perspective could see like you wasted your time. You knew you were wasting your time. Like you could have done something else with it. I can definitely see that. Yeah, and I can see why they did it, and and why you'd want to use the laws that were put in place, even though it wasn't really going to work because those tools were given you and I. I guess I never really thought of it that way. I thought they were just doing it because they wanted to set a precedent, which again is, is another good reason. I never thought it was a bad reason. Mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, these are unprecedented times, and yeah. it that causes you know unprecedented measures to um, be taken taking place. Do you want to touch on Valentine's Day? It's Valentine's Day today. I was going to talk about that. My my third favorite holiday is tomorrow. I don't give a crap about this bullshit of a holiday. Uh- it was ridiculous. I've been single, literally every single one of them. And at the end of the day, all I can say is I've saved a lot of money because I have a hard time saying no and not trying to impress people. So I can't wait t- till tomorrow where I can buy my third of the price chocolate. Attaboy. This is my first one single in a very long time, and it's okay. I, I don't mind the holiday, man. It's fun. It like gives a reason to go out and, you know, either get dressed up or do something nice for, I, I don't really, you know, buy into the, um, it is a little corp, corporatized. Yeah. That's, that's how you say that, which is kind of sad, but uh, very hallmarky. Yeah. So I like the more like do something nice, you know, even, and it just, cause it really is just a celebration of, you know, really people that you care about. That's really what it's about. It's not about fucking going to a nice dinner and then, flowers chocolates like it's like you know showing appreciation for those that mean a lot to you so um and i think that's awesome is it my favorite holiday no i was that was kind of cool it was my first one single um in a very long time and it's been okay it's yeah, it's, it's, it's sunday yeah <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> had a, actually had a really good Sunday. Yeah, had a pretty solid Sunday. Yeah. Oh man, one of these days I might end up like that. That's the thing. I like I know myself well enough to know that the day that I run into a situation where I'm not single on Valentine's Day, I'm gonna lose my I'm gonna lose my mind. Like I'm gonna well, do all this extra I'll, stuff. I'll take you off the ceiling. Well, you can do a bunch of extra stuff, but I mean, don't. I wouldn't spend, drop your life savings, but do all the extra. Oh Go no, I, no, and I wouldn't drop my life savings. But like, uh, what call it? Did I tell you, like, um, my original idea for prom, like for my promposal, was my goal was to get myself on the news. <laughs> for one, like for starters, my goal was to get myself on the news. I want to be on TV. Two, I already had the choreography written up for the flash mob that I was planning and had permission to ask whoever I wanted on the football field. So I was on my way. I was on my way. Not here to fuck around. Oh man, I'm just I'm a I'm a huge proponent of big theatrics. I love that stuff. That's how you make memories and moments. Mm-hmm. And so if Smart if you man. don't go if you don't go big for like the big moments then what are you doing? Yeah. I get, I get making memories and like, it was so intimate and like nice, but like, yeah, but did you look up the price for a skywriter to see if they could spell prom over your high school? <laughs> <laughs> go big or go home. Yo, I already knew the news people too. Like I did a Make-A-Wish event with them and I was just like, ah. I could make like a one phone call and at least be in the room to talk about this. And they might come here. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh yeah. But other, other than that, it's definitely a hallmark holiday. I mean, I did nice stuff. I, you know, like I love my mom, love my sister. So I went ahead, like got them flowers, small gifts, a card and stuff, some candy just to tell them I love them. You know, nice. my grandmother called her, Told her I love her. All the nice stuff. I called my grandma yesterday. See, how's she doing? Betty is living the dream. They're having a good time in Florida. That's great. And I texted my other grandparents uh, today. So I got a nice card from them. So we talked briefly. Which was very nice. So I I, I did have a good Valentine's Day. Nice. We got to go to Florida. Yeah, Miami. Uh, Miami. That was, that was, that was uh, I had a long uh, conversation with uh, Mark Skoog. Shout out Mark Skoog. Uh, he, he made it very apparent that should be the top of our list. So, Oh, yeah. In order, we're going Miami, Toronto, Dallas, and then we're doing something international. We got to, like, Toronto's not international enough. No, it's right across the border. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking we go see Big Ben. I go to London. I heard London's cool. I just think it'd be a funny picture. Like if we can get a if we can get a picture of you standing next to Big Ben, but like it looks like you're bigger than Big Ben. <laughs> ben is just, bigger than Big Ben. The caption would be Big Ben and Bigger Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you're to hear folks when you when you see me post that on Instagram, we finally did it. <laughs> we finally did it. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Oh man, yeah. I want to see the Louvre too. I that's that's the, amazing. Uh, mu- the the art museum. Once and 
I shouldn't say that on a recording, but yeah, I want to go. It'd be nice. All right, man. Well, we've got our bucket list slash to-do list. And now it's permanent, so we have to do it. All right. Well, okay. So end of the show. Let's actually talk about one item that is like actually on your bucket list. For my life? Yeah. Like one item that is on your bucket list. What is one thing that before Ben feels like he's really experienced life, what's one thing that he really wants to do or a place to go? What is it? Hmm. That's a good one. I mean, I don't have any like, like end all be all. Um, oh no, like, not like like, 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 like destinations. Um, but one thing that I would like to go through and I, I, and I have other stuff in my, on my bucket list, but one thing I would like to go to sometime in my life is a Super Bowl. I'd like to do VIP full go at a Super Bowl. Um, which I don't know, some people might think is kind of lame, but it's the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest live sporting event in, I mean, besides like the World Cup, but I don't really follow that. So for mm. me, it's the biggest live event ever each year. And, that's dope. Um, so I think that's on there. But obviously, like, because I, I can't really choose like one place or one thing around travel because I want to see it all, man. Like I want to, you know, but that okay. is one, that is one event that I really, really want to go to before I die. Hopefully the okay, so Super Bowl, and then just for the sake of time, top three places you want to travel to. Um, Switzerland, for okay. multiple reasons. Um, do you want to go to Australia slash New Bad. Zealand? They're close. Maybe that'd be one trip. And then, um, trying to think. Um, I think for just like a an ultimate relaxing vacation would be like Tahiti. Nice. Yeah, I think those would probably be top three. Heck yeah! How about you? That's a, that's a pretty solid bucket list. Thank you. Um, so I've actually been trying to work on my bucket list ever since uh, my treatment was over, and one of the bucket list items that I had was going to New York City during Christmas time. Mm. And so Cross that's that why, went off. <laughs> yeah, so I took that trip out there, was able to see all the lights, took a carriage ride through Central Park. It was all super dope. But uh, the next item that I'm working on is seeing the Northern Lights. And you can see those in Alaska. And you can also see them, I believe, it's Iceland. You can also see them in Iceland. I heard they're beautiful. I heard Iceland. Iceland's amazing, man. Yeah. I want to go there. So those two are on my list, Alaska and Iceland. And then uh, Thailand is also on my list as far as like bucket list destinations because I've heard it's extremely cheap to like eat and just be there, but that it's also just gorgeous and that there's a lot of different beautiful scenery as far as like different hikes and a lot of ancient monuments and cultural, uh, you know, buildings all the like everything so i want to see it i just want to you know that tokyo all that uh side of the world would be super dope to see it's a fantastic list kenny yeah man and to all of our listeners permanent yeah you're right to all of our listeners let us know you know what are some of your bucket list items you know hit us in the comments hit us in the dms we might drop this as a soundbite that'd be so dope we should drop it as a soundbite Let's do it. We should drop this. We're going to drop this. <laughs> yep. And 
our next podcast will be actually yes yep our next podcast will be videotaped we got the material we got the stuff today and so be on the lookout you're actually gonna see our faces while we talk it's gonna be us talking but this time you can see our faces hell yeah we weren't these guys before we are now love you guys thanks for listening Thank you.